So I made chicken parmesan last night. Really? Yeah. It's, I love um, that stuff. Oh, it's so you always see it on like the fancy like Italian restaurant yes. menus. And I've always wanted to make it, but I thought, wow, it's so daunting. Such a process. Well, and I I think I made it like once or twice in my early my younger years. Oh, back in the, back in the day. I used to make chicken parmesan and chicken marsala. Ooh. Used nice. to do a lot of that kind of thing. Yeah. And I've I've given up, but my wife still makes it. But I'd really like to know how you made your chicken parm. Yeah, so it's like you get out every single dish in your cabinet because it takes all of them because you need a dish for the flour dredging. Okay. You need a dish for the egg dredging. You need a dish for the breadcrumb now, dredging. We're trying to make sure that this podcast oh is goodness. not too pretentious. <laughs> and know. so you can't just go by words like dredging and act oh, okay. like we're supposed to know what that means. Dipping, whatever, dip. Ugh. So you dredging got you get your three dipping pans and that okay. you take the chicken and you just put it in the flour and then you put it in the egg and then you put it in the breadcrumb. I like that panko stuff. Oh, the breadcrumbs, yeah. Oh my, it's so crunchy and good. Now, when so, you have the uh, option for wheat breadcrumbs, no, do you use those? Mm-mm, no way. Okay. Because you would think it would be like, oh, I can't taste the difference, but you actually can. Hmm. So then you do that. and then Same you, with pasta, by the way? I think, and yeah. flour too, like uh-huh. whole wheat flour in a cookie, not the same. Oh. Then what you want to do is um, you get your skillet going with the oil because you're going to fry this chicken up. Okay, what kind of oil? I use vegetable oil. Veggie oil. Yep. And ended up smelling just like my great grandma Reed's house because (laughs) she fried (laughs) everything. And that was a sweet memory because she's Mm -hmm. gone now. But um, so then you you put the chicken in there. You wait till the oil gets real hot and it'll sizzle. That's what you want is that sizzle. Okay. Put the chicken in, sizzle it. And then I set my timer. I'm very... I mean, this has to be this has to be right. So I set my timer for four minutes aside. Okay. Do not touch the chicken once you put it in there because you want it to get that nice crispity crunch. Yeah. And then flip it and then set your timer again. Four minutes. And again, you're frying the chicken, which frying I'm, the chicken I'm, in the oil. I am, and in, we're into dialed into <laughs> any conversation where chicken is fried. Yes. Because okay. I like my chicken fried. That's so, right. But you've already put it in the in the, you've what was the word All again? All the dredges. You've oh, got it. The dredges. So then, and this is my number one kitchen utensil. If you have nothing else in your kitchen, oh my goodness, you have to have meat thermometer. Oh, we love those. It is key. So then you you stick that thing in there. Once it's at like 160, I'd take it off because it's going to continue to cook even after you take it out of the pot. Okay. Can we pause? Mm-hmm. We have a sponsor we need to mention here. Okay. I'm just kidding about that. We, we would like to have a sponsor. If For you'd fried like, chicken? If you'd like to sponsor yeah, our show, Chick-fil-A. Uh, email morningshow at wbgl.org. <laughs> no, what I wanted to do was just a, a brief psychoanalysis. Okay. Up to this point. Yeah. In the recipe. Mm-hmm. There's two things that you've seen very, very, very concerned about. Okay. One was b- making sure that it fries exactly four minutes. Has to be perfect. Per side. You don't want it to burn. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second one was that you said that the meat thermometer has to be exactly right. Yep. And in, you know, in the medical field, we call this... Uh, what do we call it? We? Uh, <laughs> You're in the medical field? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... um. Yeah, we call it kind of like a, maybe like a slight compulsion, like not like a major thing. Mm -hmm. So am I sensing some underlying fears that you have? Yeah, the fear is that the chicken is going to get overdone. Okay. Because you know, overdone chicken, it's chewy. Yes. You've ruined your meat. I mean, a chicken's life had to be taken for you to eat that. So don't go wasting his 
her precious life. Don't make that bird die in vain. Yeah, you want it to die with a purpose. Got it. Um, Okay, where were we? So we were at, oh, the thermometer. Yes. So you take it off at 160 because you want it to reach 165. Then here comes the magic. And Jonathan, you know, this is when you put on the spaghetti sauce. Oh, the the marinara. Yep. I love it. Now, please, what kind of spaghetti sauce was it? Well, you might be surprised at this. I don't care about spaghetti sauce. I know. Um, so I just get whatever. Like it was like a Target Target brand, like the cheapest one they had. So it's not like it was no. a homemade spaghetti or no, nothing fancy. Any even a an expensive store no, bought one. Not even, okay. not even. So plain old. And then you're gonna take mozzarella. Now, do you use shredded or do you use a slice of it? Um, are you asking what I do or what I should do? What you do? I use the store bought so shredded mozzarella. Okay, you do shredded. Now, what would be really nice is that mozzarella ball. Do you know what I'm talking about? That fresh mozzarella ball you get at yeah. the deli. Yeah. That's yeah. what a person should do, but I just did like a slice of mozzarella cheese. Okay. And some parm. Cool. Then here's Wait, some the- par- And some parmesan. Parmesan. Got it. Here's the big ticket item. You put that thing back in the broiler and you do not move a muscle. You watch it like a hawk because that broiler can burn fast. Yep. So you watch it like a hawk. Don't move a muscle- and then it's done and it's crispy and it, the cheese is all melty. And then go outside on your porch and grab some basil off your basil plant. Like we said wow. earlier on in the summer, you have yep. to have a basil plant. Now, wait, wait. what if you're the sitting there watching it. it like a hawk mm-hmm. and your baby comes up and starts pulling on your leg? Then well, what do you do? That's a really, that's a thing that happens in our house. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like kick her away, away yeah. from the, not like kick, but like kind of scoot. Yep. Her away from the oven because you really have to watch it. And then um, you put the basil on top and it's done and it's crispy and the meat's juicy and it's a delicious thing. All right. I think we've got an essential oils update. Okay, great. Couple of things. Number one, do you remember when we had that Francesca Battistelli on our show? Oh, yeah. She's into oils. Yes. Yeah. You, you might know her from this song. It's a really good one. Love that song. Love yeah. Francesca Battistelli. So I remember you do, you were doing a little research for the interview, Lindsay, and you you found out that she was big into essential oils. Mm-hmm. You like essential oils. So yeah. you, we asked her about this and she was just like, look, I'm not one of those freaky weird people that get about this. <laughs> she said, these oils are from God. Yeah, That's no, it's she- true. No, it's true. <laughs> I mean, literally, so I asked for an essential oil kit for my birthday next month. Uh-huh. And I think I'm gonna just going to get really into it. So, awesome. So get ready for more essential oil talk. But um, one of the oils, Jonathan, that, that's in the essential oil kit is frankincense. I love it. Do you know what that reference is, frankincense? Um, one of the three kings brought that to, to baby Jesus. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what else? You, you want to be like Jesus and put Frankenself. Right. <laughs> put Frankenself on your sense. So, uh, so anyway, prior to that interview with Fran, Fran Bat, as I call her, mm-hmm. um, we, I didn't know. So the only oils that I knew about were uh, motor oil and oil of Olay, which is my moisturizer. Okay. That's a joke. So, uh-huh. um, so anyway, so then you brought in, you had some yeah, I brought oils you some. and we, on the radio, I tried out these different oils. You were very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. This was probably three or four years ago. And since then, 
I've slowly gotten into them. Really? And my favorite oils, now some people might say, well, this this isn't valid. And if you're going to invalidate what I'm about to say, that's the kind of person you are. <laughs> but uh, my favorite ones, I, I just bought a three-pack. And the really? three-pack okay. is... Well, let me let you let Lindsay guess. What is Jonathan's favorite essential oil? Well, I'm sure you bought lavender. Okay, I already have a boatload of lavender. Because I know you like to relax. So that's not one of them, but yeah. Okay. Um, Lemon? Lemon is correct. I knew it. How did you know that? I just, lemon's just one of the best ones. Okay. And it's so citrusy and fresh and fun. And then... Oh, I'll just give you a hint. The peppermint? other two are very similar to lemon. Peppermint? No. Nope. Oh, orange. Orange. Orange and... Uh, lime? Ten tangerine. Tangerine. You okay. probably wouldn't have guessed that one. Nice. But, um, so I just wanted to share that. Okay. I love that story. <laughs>